0: That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of
1: people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. What is going on, everybody? No.
2: (laughs) You can't do it.
1: I can do it. I can do it. Here we go. Leave
2: all this in. Leave all this in. This is Patreon content.
1: (laughs) It's Patreon extra content. You pay to hear me fuck up. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of our... Month, even, of our Lazarus Pit movie review show. You make the same mistake every month, mister. This (laughs) This <laughs> is I the show Shh, I haven't Strong. introduced you. Yet. Sorry, I do apologize. This is the show hmm. where we talk about an older comic book or nerdy movie and give our general thoughts on it. I am joined, as always, by my very encouraging yeah. and loyal friend, yeah. Connor Lawler. Um, loyalty,
2: I would say, only goes so far. And right. what I would start this episode with, <laughs> and this is the Patreon, so we can be a bit more chill. It's fine. Yeah. Um. These are these are our people, Sean. So yes, I these revealed, people like us. Before we started recording, um, I said, "Do you want to take the intro just to change it up?" And you said yes. And then you fucked up at least twice. <laughs> and this is your turn Once.
1: attempt. <laughs> It's a solid one, and then I did two, and then I fucked up in the middle of the second attempt, and then recovered flawlessly, and no one noticed. (laughs) It's
2: not so easy, is it? Um, But you might think, Sean, why did I make you do that? Because I have a deeper meaning. Because everybody, everything can have a reboot. I mean, we changed it up. Same idea, but done in a different way.
1: Different words. Loose, my friend. (laughs) I'm
2: trying I'm trying.
1: No. (laughs) For example
2: This month's movie that we chose from the hat for the Lazarus Pit is The Amazing Spider Man, Sean.
1: Yes. The most amazing spider hyphen man that we've ever seen. Yeah, I went
2: I I went looking for this on streaming sites and I searched for Spider Man and they had nothing. And then I realised you had to put a space between spider and man before it comes up even on Google. (laughs)
1: That's very true. I not proud to say this, I bought this movie on YouTube.
2: Outrageous. <laughs>
1: Outrageous. Eight quid I paid, I got standard death because why bother?
2: Eight quid.
1: Eight quid I spent eight quid on this. Yeah. Uh, so this I'm doing is a this movie. new thing where I don't like try very hard to find movies anymore. Uh, so like yeah. whatever the first thing to come up is and it's like, yeah, fine. It just costs you money. But it's worth it just costs me money. Well, this this movie cost me money and time. I will yeah, say, Connor. that's
2: true. Now, this movie uh, came out in 2012, and yeah. it was, of course, after Sam Raimi's trilogy. Um, and what happened was, Sony decided Spider-Man made a lot of money. The last one only came out in 2007. Let's do another one for the crack.
1: Yeah, five years of a gap feels unearned. I think to do the reboot, whole, the whole reboot thing.
2: Not even, like, a 20-year gap or a 15-year gap. Five years. Even 10.
1: <laughs> like, te- I would give it 10, honestly. Like, the people who were year-
2: 20 when the first and last one came out are now 25 and can definitely yeah. remember the previous movie.
1: That's, yeah. And, like, so I, I'm trying. I'm thinking back to how old I was in 2012, and my God, it does not feel that long ago. Mm. But this movie is... i i i i I thought without spoiling my thoughts too much i felt it was worse in my memory than it was watching it i will say that's interesting because my first time watching this film um
2: i actually had the opposite experience where i had a great fun watching this movie um oh yeah and i remember watching it the first time and i came over going that's great what a lovely film I t- and I think I was just in a really good mood, and so I liked a bit of romance, I liked the chemistry, I liked, I and I was around the right age that I was kind of like, oh he's so nerdy and oh he's awkward and I just like it.
1: <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing, no, and look, I I had fun with this in the cinema, it's the last like ten years of... People saying this movie is bad has gotten it into my head. Mm. But watching this in the cinema, I remember enjoying it. The thing about Peter Parker in this movie—he's nerdy and he's downtrodden, but he's also cool as fuck. Yeah, so like he, he's really an everyman.
2: He can't help the fact that he looks like Andrew Garfield,
1: which is a hindrance. No, neither can I,
2: and you can't either. You always get mixed up with him.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, like.
2: Yeah, it's, we, it's we, between all the Spider Man, we always kind of go along the fact Tobey Maguire, um, he had the Peter Parker down, I suppose. Um, yeah,
1: the, in that he's nerdy and miserable all the time.
2: Yeah, and then Andrew Garfield was kind of good as Spider Man because he's like quippy, but he's just yeah. But sometimes his quips just go into bullying in this film, but he's meant to be quippy.
1: And yes, yeah. And then Tom Holland is, like, a decent mix of both. But far too many shirtless scenes for Peter Parker, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, but... It's, no, I think
2: Tom Holland gets a pass just because he's he's kind of a good mix of both. But I will say Andrew Garfield, going back to watch this, I mean, sometimes I want to shake him because, like, he never says words. Sometimes he just, like, moves his head or he, he's just, like, silent. Yeah. I'm just like, just say something. But... I can also understand he's portraying the awkward teen. Um, him and Gwen Stacy are, or him and Emma Stone are meant to be awkward around each other, but they both like each other.
1: Yeah, yeah. And the, the, look, they have good chemistry. But I also think that that chemistry doesn't fit in this movie. Because everything <laughs> else about this movie is l- mental. Like, it's it's like larger than life, very... Stylized, very happy very positive about spider-man in most cases and very like ideal version of a lot of things and then the, the the chemistry scene is almost too natural a lot of it
2: that's actually a good way of putting it is that this movie actually the chemistry between the leads is so good that you just don't give a shit about the lizard man
1: that yeah like, it's it's so good that, yeah, it, it distracts from a lot of the plot, but also, I feel weird watching, because it feels like I'm watching a really personal moment.
2: <laughs> Which is good, but also, like, bad. I don't know. Yeah, there's a, um,
1: there's a balance there, to also, be Also,
2: we've talked for five, several minutes now, and we haven't mentioned the villain of the film, um, and we've gone straight to, wow, the chemistry between the leads is so good, um, and yeah. we haven't talked about some things maybe the Philip did wrong. So we'll get into all of that throughout the whole review. Now, if this is your first spoiler review, what we normally do is we go scene by scene, mostly because we'd forget otherwise. And we mm-hmm. will go every line that's said, but we'll just go, wasn't that a good scene? This scene is a bit weird. So
1: on." <laughs> yeah. And beginning at the start, Connor, why the fuck do we need a backstory about Peter Parker before the spider bite? I've always said that if
2: you're gonna do a Peter Parker origin, I wanna know if his parents are part of a conspiracy. That you know that's my net check or my chest tattoo. And it goes into my back and you know that.
1: About it wraps around, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was many sessions you went through to get that. Yeah. Like it's it's just why like I get and look, in later films and they were building towards a whole Richard and May Parker storyline and That's also bad. (laughs) It's also bad. It's also bad. The dad comes back in the second one in a deleted scene. It's totally twisted. But they and and fair play to them for setting that up this far in advance. They also set up his father's calculator in this movie as well. Uh, Good one, great one. But it doesn't matter. This movie does not need that.
2: I think this movie does get painted because the amazing Spider-Man 2 is so bad that this one kind of gets painted with the same brush but i think this one movie does a lot of things right but ultimately it also does quite a few things the wrong way and so in the end you get this like mix of oh that's pretty good with um i don't know if i would do that
1: (laughs) yeah and like for 2012 i think this movie is pretty good like for what we were getting at the time i think it's perfectly cromulent, Connor.
2: Ooh, very good. Um, Green Lantern had only come out the year before, I think, so, to be fair. And Avengers the same year, so... (laughs) Yeah, actually. Um, So, you have the conspiracy theory with the parents. I think this was going to come in big in the second one. I think set up a sequel early. I want to know what's going on with his parents, because that's what makes me interested to Peter Parker.
1: Yeah, 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 look, it's... It's not ideal, I will say, as an intro.
2: Um, we also then transition into a very 2011 I have written here, or 2012 uh, high school, with Andrew Garfield and his tremendous hair. Um, he's a nerd, Sean, and he's a photographer, and girls don't like
1: him, even though he mm.
2: definitely looks like Andrew Garfield.
1: <laughs> that Yeah, it's weird that people wouldn't like him. Because also, like, he's not even like he's like really awkward to the point of not talking to anyone. Like, he's... Just like he's doing his own thing. He's a, he's he's doing photography, he's skateboarding. He's, like, he's just, it, it seems he's written to be worse than he is, but he's not that at all. Yeah, everyone
2: like, keeps being like, wow, well, what a nerd. And I'm just kind of like, he seems normal, but that may be because we're not cool as well, Sean. I can't really know. That's, look, maybe maybe
1: I'm Spider-Man, but also, <laughs> you but wished. then, like, yeah, I know, I do. Uh, but also, like, you have... Flash Thompson in this movie I will say Flash Thompson does it, for his few scenes that he's in Is quite good in this movie There's
2: a scene that he's but, really good at later on
1: Yeah and that's like one of the best parts of this movie So fair play to that dude But he's like You see him actually bullying someone Like properly like Holding like, a like, kid's face onto a table Yeah like
2: 80s Saturday morning Cartoon bullying someone
1: Yeah cartoon bullying And he, like, he should be doing that to Peter Parker, is the thing. But
2: he's doing it to somebody else, and so you have Andrew Garfield show up, and Peter Parker's like, hey, don't do that. And then he gets to shake it out of him. But yeah. I, 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 like, I like this idea. It's a very simple. We don't want to see Peter Parker getting beaten up, but we like the idea that he's standing up for other people, even though he's definitely not as strong as Flash.
1: Yeah. I yeah, and I get that. And it's the Captain America thing of like, oh, the powers make a good man great kind of a deal. Um But like I just I I don't know. I feel like Peter Parker should have been if they're if they're going for the downtrodden Peter Parker, they didn't go far enough with Andrew Garfield.
2: I think it's kind of in the middle of everything. Like I think it's just yeah. fine for a lot of the choices that they make. Um, one particular choice was Emma Stone as um, Gwen Stacy, who is definitely not fine. I think she's perfect in the role, just in terms of a Gwen Stacy who, uh, she comes across it as like, Flash, do we not have classes soon enough? And she kind of is like, she's like a parental figure to the idiot. That is just like, yeah. move along, you moron. We have classes later on. I thought you have better places to be. Leave him alone. And then we have our first C of the two of them where... They're in the classroom, and she's like, "Do you know your name?" And him taking that she doesn't know his name, which would be very easy to do in the story. He's like, "She's like, oh, I know your name, but do you know
1: your name?" Um, yeah, you might have a concussion, which you would know all about, actually. <laughs> I
2: would. I've had a few of my times. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. Been concussed several times and still recorded. It was wild.
2: One <laughs> of them I couldn't read. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Which is wild because you were the host. I was. <laughs>
2: Sean, I may her off this computer. It's getting me, giving me a headache.
1: <laughs> we'll just wing it. Stay recording. It'll be fine.
2: Um. So it's funny now. <laughs> it's funny now. With also, Hilarious I'm not. Now, I'm never going to give. I'm never going to give context to why. We're just going to leave it at that. Jeez, he's getting beaten up at home or something.
1: That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep kicking the shit out of you. That's what happens.
2: Um, so yeah, um, we have. Um, the two of them, we see them in school. It's all lovely, Sean. But then he goes home, and we've got—I mean, there's two people here known as Martin Sheen and Sally Field, which I think for if you're going to do an older Uncle Ben and Aunt May, yeah, pretty great casting.
1: Pretty great casting, like the, I, I, I believe them not only as like Aunt May and Uncle Ben, but also like as they're a husband and wife
2: oh for like, like 100% they, yeah
1: they have a really good like back and forth with each other the, the whole time like
2: even the bit about the meatloaf it's not in this scene but it's the next scene and it yeah and it, like that's just a it's a dumb joke well, after thirty-seven years of marriage, it's just like, "Yeah, yeah. Hey, there must be something wrong." He's eaten your meatloaf. Hey, <laughs> yeah,
1: like it, it, it's just a little throwaway thing that happens, and I feel like a lot of there's a lot of nice moments in this movie that, if you add them all up and cut a, out about, you know, thirty minutes of umming and eyeing before saying something, then I think it's pr- fairly solid. I
2: think that's a great way of putting it. Like, I think there's good dialogue, but before each pit of good dialogue. For especially for some characters, there's just Peter mutters,
1: <laughs> yeah. Peter mutters uh, and grumbles. <laughs> yeah, and look, to maybe that's what he was told to do, and he did a great job of it. But uh, so you could s- make this more succinct.
2: And so you have a, a flood that's down in the basement, and Peter's brought down, and Uncle Ben is like, "What are we gonna do?" And Peter's like, "I'll be able to solve it tomorrow." And so Uncle Ben's like, okay, pick whatever you can save, bring it upstairs. So Peter comes across a briefcase that would have, that was his father's, who's involved with the FBI or the or the CIA or some sort of global
1: conspiracy. Um, it's-, it's yeah, it's just like his. It's a, Peter's never seen this briefcase. They apparently, and it's it's done really well. Like the, it they just kind of don't. talk. It's not that they avoid talking about his parents, but they just don't talk about it. like it. They never come up.
2: And I think Andrew Garfield is really good in the scene where he brings it up because there's tears in his eyes and he just basically keeps, like, repeating, I've never seen this before. I've never seen this before. And also Sally Field and Martin Sheen are also really good because they share a look that they're like, oh, no. We now have to talk. Not not even, oh, no, but it's like, now we have to talk about it.
1: That's it, because, like, at the start of the movie, like, Richard Parker and then Ben and May and Mary Parker was also there. That they were all sitting at the table discussing things while Peter watched on. So like Uncle Ben and Aunt May know. They know kind of some of the shit that's going on. And clearly now that briefcase is like, oh that's a link to something that Peter probably shouldn't know about.
2: And this is showed where he he's like, Oh, there's something there's nothing in it really. But then he pulls out an old photo that's in it and it's um Dr. Kirk Hodder's and he's yeah. like, who's this guy with my dad? And the two of them are immediately like, oh, we don't know. Just some guy that your father worked with, probably. Um, and so he takes all the stuff upstairs. Because, I mean, like, to him, his parents died. When he, what was he? Like, I think in the, in the in the old flashback, he might be six, five or six or something. Yeah. Um, so, he there takes all, so he lays all the stuff out in his room. And he just he just has it all there. And he's kind of going through it, and Uncle Ben comes up to see him. And it's at this point we see like Uncle Ben and him have a great relationship in terms of like he knows Uncle Ben says no immediately, but then he's like, "I gotta tell him because I mean, it's, yeah.
1: I owe it to him." Yeah, like, and he's he's an adult. he's getting close to being like a, a, an adult. He needs to know this. Yeah, it's not stuff. like he's, 10. he's just going to dig it up later. Yeah, he's not a child anymore. Basically, um, also nice little touches with Peter in this scene. Like he has a door lock that he has hooked up to his computer. So it's like little things that show his, like... He's really good at just cobbling shit together. Mm. Like, even fixing the, the water pump. He's just like, no, I can get these parts and I can fix it. I know how to do it. Like, th- there's really good building of Peter's world in this.
2: Like, Peter is a nerd. And, I mean, he's much better when we just show him, like, as you said, just cobbling things together. Or something as simple as him having the lock of the door that he could only do with his computer that he unlocks it or like the Rubik's cube that's made on the table. That works a lot better than Flash going you nerd. (laughs) (laughs) You're a geek Peter. Um, Because there's nothing wrong with being smart. I mean that's Peter Parker's the whole thing. Tell me about it. (laughs) I fucking will have to. (laughs) (laughs) But but, uh, you have Uncle Ben and he starts expositing and he's like, that's Dr. Kirk Cotters. Him and your dad were best friends. But then he says, when your parents died, he never made one contact with us. Not one. He just vanished off the yeah. face of the earth.
1: Yeah, and, never heard from him again.
2: And I think that's good, because for Uncle Ben and Aunt May, that's like, we would have told you, but he just literally never, like, why would we bring him up? Like, it was not like he was rigging us
1: afterwards. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was, he was never relevant after that, basically. Um, a really nice line then, from andrew garfield at the end he's just like hey uncle ben you're a pretty good dad is like no like you raised me you you did a good job i'm not upset with you yeah i'm just like this is a lot right now
2: and even just the scene of when he first comes home and he's sitting on the counter and he's like drinking i don't know what he's drinking like orange juice or something and you have Sally mm. feel and Martin Sheen like interacting as like a married couple. You can tell like the three of them have a great rapport just even from that one scene. Just like oh, these people are around each other all the time. And, like they're always just yeah. like they're just like taking the piss out of each other constantly. And something like that goes a long way to later on because Uncle Ben probably I mean he's looking healthy right now but who knows what could happen. So yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> they have he has to use Bing for a bit of exposition
1: and this this bothered me at the time
2: why is he using bing 2012 google was still around
1: right (laughs) yeah like it's so specific to use but like google is so nondescript that it doesn't matter if google shows up in anything but if you use bing that's a fucking choice that someone made i
2: think 2012 was
1: mozilla firefox like the big one at that stage I, I've been a Chrome boy since 08, I must say, really.
2: I think I was yeah, Firefox until dumb. like maybe twelve or thirteen. And Then I w- I came across the Chrome, but I think I must, might dumb be because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was dumb. <laughs> I'm just a dumb <laughs> ship, um, and so I used Ask Jeeves for a while. <laughs>
1: I was, uh, yeah, I'm, a fo- I'm still an Internet Explorer myself. <laughs> yeah. uh. Um, uh, how often do you use an Edge these days? No, oh, f- all the time. I'm, I'm de- I'm always on the edge of using it. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, that's the
2: problem. No, your button is hovering over constantly.
1: <laughs> just like, not today.
2: <laughs> I never get any work done. I'm just constantly <laughs> fighting with myself. Um, so he finds out that there's... Um, Kirk Conner works in um, the Oscorp. Oscorp oscorp yeah. association and so
1: he does steal someone's place on a tour <laughs> he does
2: a lot of research into what he's doing in terms of animal genetics and moving genetics from one animal to another species if there's something wrong or whatever so he does and so this kind of you come across the fact that also he found files in his father's bag or his briefcase yeah that had two symbols on it that was like yes and it had like a and formula
1: yeah, what's it called the 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 decay formula or something like that? Um, yeah, it's
2: a regeneration. They're trying to like be able to regenerate limbs to people who've lost them. Um, and so he goes to Oscorp, and he steals some guy's internship, which is I think is a funny scene that he steals the thing, is. and then they go upstairs and you see this like poor man being dragged out. He's like, "No, no, I am who I say I am."
1: Yeah, and like I like, and he gets up and then. Gwen Stacy is there and immediately is like, you're, you're a fucking dickhead. <laughs> I know he's hiding at the back at the start
2: and it's it's at the point of Kirk Connors comes out and then it starts talking to them and he's like, he starts saying, does anyone know what we're doing here or why we would do this and nobody yeah. says anything or someone says something wrong and Peter, because he's a nerd and because he loves this shit, he's like, he wants to impress. So he's like, yeah. he immediately... Start answering, and it's at this point, Gwen says, like, that's not Frederico Gonzalez,
1: <laughs> that's clearly <laughs> Peter Parker. Yeah, and look, they have a nice moment, and she's like, Look, you can stay, just don't ruin my job. Yeah. I need to just fucking stay with the tour.
2: Um, and so, yeah, the, the idea is that there's a world without weaknesses, is what Kirk Connors wants, so everyone can re heal themselves, yeah. or everyone has healing properties.
1: Yeah, that's just a broad enough thing to say that it can be interpreted however Kurt Connors sees fit later on in the film.
2: Um, he's also he's also asked like why is he there? And like by Gwen Stacey and he's like, I just love science. Just I just love science. Just. She goes, she's like, You love science? <laughs> is that why you're here? Are you following me? Yeah. No, I love science. Um, and then they also have the bit where Kurt Connor's is like, Who's he? And Gwen Stacey is like, He's Peter Parker, he's second in his class. And he's like,
1: Second? <laughs> she's well, like, he, he, he doesn't say she doesn't say he's Peter Parker though because oh, yes, Kirk yes, Connors yes. will be it's just like he's one of the school's best and all this kind of stuff um, I like this whole Oscorp scene though Like Oscorp in the Raimi trilogy felt like one room with a big glass case in it but this feels like an actual like kind of megalomaniacal corporation ...that actually exists... ...and like, I like
2: that you never see... ...Norman Osborn's face... ...either... ...like it's... ...it's shadowed out...
1: ...yeah... Um ...yeah... ...but the and one... no mention of... ...Dane DeHaan... ...by the way...
2: <laughs> ...nobody mentions... ...Dane DeHaan... ...the Handy actor... ...by name... <laughs> <laughs> um, ...so... um ...the one bit that is really bad... ...in this scene... ...and I would be remiss... ...to not point it out... ...is the fact that... ...Peter Parker starts backing up... ...and he knocks into the one... ...shady guy in the whole place... That just so happens to be carrying the one thing that just so happens to be the formula that his father and Kirk Collins were working on.
1: Well, look, I think if the second movie is anything to go by, mm. everything is Peter Parker is destined for everything that ever happens to him.
2: I mean, what are the chances in the whole of the ho- the whole building that he backs away and he doesn't even back away for long? Like he's ever taken five steps away oh, from yeah, the group. Like it's-
1: four inches backwards yeah, and he knocks and into
2: he just, the one guy who can move the plot
1: <laughs> yeah and so he, there's this moment where he's like he picks the file up off the ground and he looks at it solidly and, and I, like I like that they put the symbols on out. it
2: I like to put the symbols yeah, on it so now we so know we knew.
1: Mm-hmm. now we know that that's the same thing and it's connected and your man takes the folder and he just looks at him like what the fuck are you looking at <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> and so, bad guy ex Machina, he walks off, and he goes to a a, a room, and Peter follows him. Yeah. And from about ninety yards away, spies that this super complicated password that this guy puts in. Uh, Peter can just see it. He's got really good glasses on, like really good at this point.
1: Yeah, because there is Dad's glasses, which mm-hmm. are the same prescription as him. Perfect, perfect prescription. It's a big moment where he takes out his contact. Lines. I'll be honest with you, you'd get a headache.
2: Any other prescription, and that gives you a headache constantly throughout the day. So
1: specific.
2: Better or worse. We've all been there, lads. Um, and so he he breaks into the lab because he's used the same password. Somehow he just knows it. Um, and he knows mm-hmm. that guy is on the, working on the one thing he needs. He came here. He only arrived 10 minutes ago. Fucking hell, this is easy. <laughs> so he goes into the lab. All the spiders are there. And he decides to... Continue into the room full of spiders, which I think at that point, you're leaving.
1: Yeah, leave the room full of test spiders, surely.
2: (laughs) And um, you have um, Kirk Connors in his lab at this time. And the bad guy's like, Norman Osborn is dying. You need to speed up your process. This is not fast enough. We need to be able to heal people. A-S-A-P.
1: Yeah, and... I like that as a motivation. Mm. Um, just float the idea of a, some some strange illness affecting the, the the Osborne family. Surely that'll never play into anything ever.
2: And then the bad um, guys like did the hat also shit and then walks out. <laughs> Have you heard?
1: <laughs> Have you seen Chronicle? <laughs> Have you seen Chronicle by any chance,
2: <laughs> Mister Kurt Connors? Chronicle. Have you seen
1: it? <laughs> <laughs> and then like I like. La- I like how he's putting more and more pressure on Dr. Connor. Every time we see that, like, corporate dude, he's putting more and more pressure on Connors to come up with a solution.
2: Yeah. And so we cut back to Peter and he gets out of the room full of spiders um, and he goes back to the group. And this is when Gwen's like, don't ruin this for me. Please. I need this job. Just hold it together. And eventually she's just like, give me your fucking card because <laughs> yeah. he's
1: been an idiot. He's, yeah, she she sees him come back, clearly after being every other fucking room in the building. And she's like, you're not to be trusted. You're gone. Get out.
2: Yeah, and so she takes uh, his card off him and then he feels a bite on the back of his neck, Sean. Big call to do another origin story in the Spider-Man movie that you've already done. That's only five years after the last movie's.
1: Yeah, oh, so I'm not a, Look, this is a this is a very minor Minor thing uh, I'm Not a fan of the bite on the back of the neck Hand, has to be hand, hand. Has to be hand mm-hmm. He has to see it happen And then you look and then it racks focus From his eyes to the spider and that's it That's all you need, lads mm. Back of the neck makes no fucking sense Because okay?
2: what, what's he? what's he looking at? Nothing, he can't see it Yeah,
1: could have been a bee Could have been a small fly with teeth Could have been a dart from a (laughs) blowgun. I
2: suppose it could have been. (laughs) Quinn Stacy taking him out.
1: Yeah, Yeah, just to save her own job.
2: Um, And so he feels the bite and then he he starts feeling a bit weird. And we Mm. cut back and he wakes up on the subway, Sean. And it's at this point we see all of his powers already there in full flow.
1: Yeah, but he can't control him at all. He's like he's he's he's, he's just kind of reacting. Like he he gets in a fight and he's grabbing stuff and like he's ripping poles off the out of the subway. He leaps onto the ceiling. All of these people get a very good look at his face. By the way, oh, never comes all of them, again. all of them. Like and to and also later on, a thug does say, "I've seen your face." <laughs> yeah, he
2: does. <laughs> But nothing like that stops him. It never gets revealed. None of them are Mysterio.
1: None of them are Mysterio. That's true. So yeah, I this this felt like a trailer scene though. This whole subway thing. who you know, especially where he leaps onto the roof and he's hanging upside down. And he's he's constantly using
2: he's constantly using his Spidey senses, and he's just somehow taking them all out without trying. Um, yeah. and he's sticking the shit and he can't he just can't release anything because he has to learn to control it and we see him get home and I, I really like this scene because I, I have Andrew Garfield is really good at like crazy like his hair yeah. is all everywhere and he's just sweating and he's just like you can tell he's just I mean I wouldn't say stressed he's just in a real he's had a bad day <laughs> and, and he doesn't know what's going on and he doesn't feel well and he's
1: real sick no but you know you you get to that point, like you, if you've ever like been like overtired and overhungry or overthirsty, and like you just are single-minded, like I just, I just need food, I just need food, I need to get food, and so he runs to the fridge and he pulls out fucking everything and just carries it upstairs with him.
2: Yeah, and then this is the line where, um, did he just take the meatloaf? There must be something wrong with him because nobody likes your meatloaf. And then she's like, <laughs> very for 37 joke, years, I've been cooking you that meatloaf.
1: <laughs> no, it's like, it, it's a really good scene. And it, like he comes in and they're waiting up for him because he's back at like 12 midnight on a Friday or something like that.
2: And you can tell, like, I just think the dynamic between them is really good. Like, it's just really lovable, and you, you just really liked when the three of them are on screen together. That won't happen very
1: long for soon after this. No, not at all. Not at all. Sally Field uh. is dead.
2: <laughs> she dies, next scene. Um, so, oh, spoilers. Really, so, he has super strength, and he completely ruins the bathroom, which is reminiscent. I mean, they're copied Wolverine Origins.
1: Or- very in origins. This mm. scene, a uh, lo- lot of lot of lot of bathroom antics going on. But I like. There's there's a, again a really nice moment in this. Is that after he does all of that, he like gears up and very gingerly turns the glass door knob, and it's just it's a very like he's gathered by this point that like I need to be really careful. I have <laughs> <he's>, superpowers. <laughs> it's like he's trying to like disassemble a bomb or something it's just <laughs> <Yeah>. like, okay <laughs> um,
2: and so he's decided that day that he's in a real bad way and he's going to go see kirk connors because yeah. he's the one man that knows his dad and he can kind of give him the next steps because even Cause- though all this weird shit is happening to him he's now one set he's got one goal in mind is to learn who kirk connors is become friends with him find out about his dad
1: yeah, and he's been binging things in the meantime. Oh, he's been binging he's all been day. Go- he's been, I was going to say Googling, he's been binging some spider bites and reading about that. And it was like, yeah, and death follows after and all this. <laughs> yeah,
2: um, and so he goes to see Kirk Connors and he catches the bug when it falls off as well. Um, and they have a nice scene where Kirk Connors is clearly hiding something, but he seems like a nice man. And Peter's like, I'm... I'm um, i'm Peter Parker and your man's like oh fuck like you're a parker okay he brings a maiden and yeah. starts explaining everything about what him and his father did and how they never got the algorithm right and they just couldn't get it and some bad people were after them we don't know who but somebody was after them
1: a hot trend of andrew garfield giving out algorithms in movies by the way <laughs> yeah, it's, it's
2: this big thing that and he hates facebook there is two big things <laughs> well
1: don't we all, don't we all detective Divilman's discussion group
2: <laughs> um and so he then sits down and he redoes the algorithm and he's like mm. i think i have it and he just so rewrites work? it and you have kirk hodders be like holy shit that could work and he's like, where did this come from? He's just like, he just hit, hits his head with the pen. So he's like,
1: yeah, he's like, ah, there's a lot my, rattling around up there. This is my fucking brain, like, I'm real smart. I'm fucking savage. I'm Spider Man. Oh, shit.
2: Oh, shit. I've revealed it already. <laughs> Do you oh, remember that guy no. that stuck to the ceiling in the subway? That was me. Um... <laughs> Uh, and so then we go back to the school. So he's kind of developed this uh, algorithm, and now we have a basketball scene, Sean, which is real good and real cool and definitely good for a Spider-Man movie. Go on.
1: I, I look. I don't hugely mind this. I think it's the least egregious thing of Peter Parker being a bully in this movie, because <laughs>
2: it's the least bullying bullying he does.
1: Yeah, because look, Flash is being a dick. To be fair. And sp- look, there's a very he he he's he's making him try and get the ball, but he can't get the ball. Mm. And then he, like Michael Jordan's, through the air from half court and <laughs> smashes the bas- the backboard.
2: That's where it lost hoop. me. I'll be honest with you, that's, that's where it lost me. I like the bit when he has the ball sticking to his hand that is just like take it. But yeah, when he flies through the air, I remember being like, no, <laughs>
1: that's not funny <laughs> or cool. But this- and again, no one ever connects this to Spider-Man in <laughs> any way. Now, I do like the next scene in this, which is Uncle Ben pulling him up on it
2: afterwards. Yes,
1: that's really good. Just, yeah, because he's just like, no, 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 you humiliated that boy. And okay, it was for revenge. Did it make you feel good? Because
2: he's like, is that the guy that hit you? Because he underst- yeah. he's like, is that the guy that hit you the last? Do you feel better now? Because you've really taught him yeah. a lesson.
1: Yeah, do you, like, and it's like, do you feel like a big man after that? Do you? Because you're no better than him at this point.
2: And I, I really like that because also this is what he does after Uncle Ben dies, and he has to relearn this lesson, but like on a much grander scale.
1: Yes. That, yeah.
2: That revenge doesn't help whatsoever.
1: Yeah, and it it, it said really ham fistedly later on.
2: Oh yeah! Absolutely
1: but uh, if you,
2: currently it's just yeah, we'll uncle talk. ben giving it out to him and being like a proper dad
1: yeah and then embarrassing him in front of Gwen Stacy leading to the most awkward intimate scene i've ever seen i
2: in my mean life. i can't tell if this is cute or just so awkward that oh
1: it's like spine tinglingly unsettling to me
2: yeah like you're watching two people clearly in love having a conversation, but be nervous a- around each other. and But to be fair, Sean, that's what the actors were going for. So, is it great acting, or is it a bad, awkward scene?
1: I think it's bad direction.
2: Interesting. I, like,
1: I think the acting is fine, the actors are fine. I just think in this movie, those kind of moments do not play well. For me, those kind of moments do not play well and do not sell. Peter uh, Parker mean, having any...
2: The bit... I mean, she clearly is mad about him as well, which is why any of this shit works, because, yeah. like, he's acting like a, a crazy person, being like, well, will, we, will, we, will, we, will we... You know, will we go that it's, thing, or do you want to do the other thing, or what's the story? And, Either
1: is fine.
2: Like, if he didn't look like anything like Andrew Garfield, <laughs> I don't think he'd have a hope, but at this point, it's implied that Gwen Stacy's mad about him as well, so... It didn't really matter. So she's like she's all in, no matter what happened.
1: Yeah, like I feel there's but I feel like there's somewhere in between like Toby Maguire and Kirsten Dunst's flirting dialogue, which yeah, is horrendous. Awful. awful, horrendous. And then this. There has to be a middle ground. I think Tom they, but, Holland and Zendaya might be that middle ground. I think
2: they might be that middle ground. I think they might just be like Act like normal human. But at the same time, some couples might be like this. Where especially if you're seventeen, like they're getting across the idea that they're seventeen, they're mad about yeah, each other, a... and they're awkward as shit.
1: But they're like twenty eight in real life. <laughs>
2: Andrew Garfield was older than Toby Maguire uh at the in this movie than Toby Maguire was wow. in Spider Man One.
1: That's wild. Isn't that I wild? He plays it off. He does play it off, I suppose. Uh but then he's like 18 in the next one. <laughs> True.
2: So what's interesting about this is, though, before Uncle Ben leaves, is he says, you have to pick up Aunt May now. Because of your stunt, yeah. I've had to take a different shift at the at work. And so I can't pick her up because you've caused this. So now you have to pick her up. And he's like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. And so then he gets distracted by Gwen. And then he has a day to himself, Sean, where... He goes, and he goes to a warehouse,
1: to skateboard a little bit. Yeah, um, to Philip Phillips. Forgot that song was in this movie. Yeah, uh, great name. Philip Phillips. <laughs> great. Philip Phillips, great. Like, uh, Gary Neville's dad?
2: Neville, Neville Neville. Neville
1: Neville. Neville Neville, yeah, yeah. The, uh, But also, like, yeah, so he's, he just skateboards around. He is exploring the use of his powers he's doing kickflips and shit Hmm. there's a nice moment where he's swinging on chains i do think that's quite cool because it's like the impetus for the web swinging in his mind like that's that that's a nice moment again you need to um, have the
2: scene where he learns what the fuck he can do
1: yeah exactly and he's delighted and he's thrilled and it's like anyone who learned they had spider powers would be doing that
2: but and the then, next thing he does is, as it's getting dark, he goes back to Oscorp to go visit Kirk Cotters.
1: To research with this formula that he gave him. They do some simulations on some rats and shit.
2: Freddy the Mouse, uh, they have Freddy there. Freddy the Mouse. And so Freddy needs to regrow his arm. And so they've tried this a million times If Freddy keeps dying, constantly.
1: Yeah. Grim backstory about Freddy. Who, did they find him with an arm cut off for the
2: I mean, they definitely were 127 27 hours of 100% Do um, you think they
1: put him in a traumatic situation as well As cutting his arm No
2: I, I think they cut <laughs> could have one of his arms And with the other <laughs> one They put him under a rock <laughs> And they my gave god. him no phone to call home Because <laughs> he had no other arm shot he Couldn't do anything about it no So um, They have the the bit where they put in the algorithm And eventually it works And they're like <gasps> Oh my god we did it and Then they high five they, they do a big high five They jump when they do it and they're like We've solved Freeze it Freeze frame
1: Credits <laughs>
2: <laughs> Parker you're a genius Kirk Hodder says um, They're best friends At this point
1: Yeah Loving each other Loving each other And then it Cuts to Peter Parker coming home He's had a great night Had a great night Had a great night. A great time. What could go wrong
2: what Who's was waiting he? for him on the porch What was he meant to do What was he asked to do
1: Oh, just one small task that I'm sure isn't that important. Yeah, he had to he pick up... He was asked to pick up Aunt May pick at 9pm. And, and Martin when, Sheen is not happy.
2: And I'll be honest with you, when this scene happens, like, that is... I think this is a really good scene. I think... It is. Because I think Martin Sheen plays it exactly the right way. Like, he's mad. Like, he's, he's real mad. Because he's like, I asked you to do this, and you didn't do it. And then Aunt May played by Sally Field who of course is amazing I mean she's Hollywood royalty Sally Field so she's like "Um, it's okay like oh I'm sure he had stuff on I'm sure and he's like no 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 you left my wife to walk 12 blocks to go to a subway at night time by herself and she's fine but anything could have happened and you had that responsibility you let us both down
1: yeah so he said you're a lot like your father your father though had the view that if you have the power to do something, it's your moral obligation to do it. Mm. Uh, and Peter fires back, which is what a seventeen-year-old who's angry, yeah, and at, upset at, would fire at, at back. At this with. point,
2: at this point, up until this point, I was like, I completely understand where this scene is going, and then Peter like acts like a little shit because, as you said, he's seventeen. And so he's been put yeah. under the he's been put under pressure, he's had a great day, he's had like the best day ever. Gwen Stacy said yes to his date, he has superpowers, he solved Kirk Calder's problem, Kirk Collard is like loving him like a son, he's like, Wow, you're a genius, and then he comes home to this and he's like Yeah, yeah well didn't work for my dad, he's dead. Yeah.
1: Where did that get him? Like why yeah. isn't he here telling me that himself? Yeah. And it's like, fuck me. That's a that would be a crushing thing for Uncle Ben to hear. Is the thing, and, and that's the last thing Peter says to him.
2: And so he walks out the door, smashes the window while he does it. And then at this point, Martin Sheen's like, "I'm gonna go after him." And I like the bit where Aunt May's like, "Leave him, let him walk off." Yeah. But Uncle Ben is like, "No, I gotta go talk to him. I can talk him down. He's just he's just had a bad day."
1: Yeah, yeah, he needs like a little guidance at the minute. Um, but like. Yeah, I like I like May trying to t- like Ben's trying to talk Peter down and May's trying to talk Ben down.
2: Yeah, and at the start, it's like Ben is like fighting them; he's ready to attack, but then he realizes the situation has changed. So, like yeah. as every good parental figure would, you change the point of attack. Like it's at a certain point, it's like you need to do better. And then when he starts acting like this, like I gotta give him some guidance. Okay, well, you could have done this. You could have done this. <laughs> like, yeah. So he goes... Like it's
1: okay, but you need to realise that Yeah,
2: and so he's he goes after him, and Peter goes into a shop, and he goes to buy some milk, and he doesn't have two cents, and the guy behind the counter is yeah. being a dick, and it won't give him... He's a real prick for like, no reason. Like, he has 205, and I think it costs 207. And so yeah. he's like, Come on, man. It's two cents, and... We've all been there probably in a shop where like it's one cent or two cents. The person's like, ah, it'll be fine. Don't worry about it. But um, the guy behind the counter's like, no, nah, sorry, can't. And so then he's like, okay, fine. So Peter storms off. The next guy behind him robs the shop. And yeah. Is Trolls d- Peter the milk. Trolls that Peter was the a milk, cool move. And he's like, P- Peter's like, thanks very much. Walks out. He's delighted with himself. Um, because yeah. this this shopkeeper, because he's already seventeen year old and edgy, the shopkeeper got his comeuppance. <laughs> Fucking dickhead. Uh, um, because he's them like- selfishly at this
1: point. Yeah, but also I would do the exact same thing, <laughs> without question. Rob the shop. No, 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 no! Not rob the shop, but it, like. That dude was a dick to me. I'm I'm not chasing after a robber for someone who's a prick.
2: Yeah. So the guy, the like, robber leaves the the shop and he goes sprinted off, and the shopkeeper's like, "Somebody chase him," and it's just like that my problem.
1: Just- yeah. And like, I like that's the thing. I, like, and this leads to the robber runs, falls, trips. Uncle Ben goes for the gun and gets shot in the stomach. Like, but I don't feel like that's Peter's. Like, technically, yes, if Peter had chased after the dude. Like Uncle Ben might have lived, but also Peter didn't have to chase after the dude.
2: No, I think, but I think the idea is that he acted self-indulgingly self-indulgi- at the moment, like like he was just all about himself. And he didn't care about the consequences of his actions, and that led I would, to people I would that he argue-
1: loved. But I would argue, even the police would tell you not to run after someone who would. I I
2: actually yeah I I would be of the same opinion. I think the idea is that he should have just not taken the milk, or maybe even helped him even if he was mad at someone. I don't know. I don't. I think. I think the idea is that you need to act like he had the responsibility.
1: The yeah, 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 yeah. And look, and with great power and all that stuff. But yeah, Uncle Ben. Dead as shit.
2: <laughs> Think of the dojo, like the same as that. He's fucked. He's absolutely, and nobody see the cupboard, but the chap is dead.
1: Yeah, Uncle Ben dying, imagine it. It'd be like introducing mm. Gwen Stacy and expecting something bad to happen. Not in this one. but Not in this not one. Not in this one. Not in this one, but God, as soon as they introduce that character, you always know where it's going. Aww. Except in the Raimi trilogy, where she's introduced hanging off the side of a building yeah. and nothing bad ever happens to her then. All,
2: all she does is her and Peter have a few kisses. it cause a bit Great. of drama. Yeah,
1: I loved it. The, um, but yeah, then there's the... I, th- this like whole... Reeling from Ben's grief thing Is quite good It's quite well done In this movie Like you have the police Talking at him They give the sketch Really hammering home The star tattoo On the (laughs) wrist That I'm not sure Anyone noticed In the moment
2: Seriously The guy has a star tattoo On his left wrist Blonde hair Currently resides In around These few blocks Don't
1: go looking for him We're on the search (laughs) for him Right don't We're on the search We're looking for him We're, We're on top of things um uh, like really nice moment in this is uh, midway through the montage of grief like Peter is like heading out looking for the dude and before he leaves he like tucks Aunt May in but Aunt May I noticed is sleeping on the sofa.
2: Yeah cuz she won't which, sleep with the in the bed.
1: Yeah which is a ni- again nice little like character moment it's it's very believable that you wouldn't want to sleep in the bed. Yeah, at I that th- time.
2: But I think this movie is at its best when it's at its reality stuff. I yes. I, I know I know you're saying you don't like the Gwen Stacy Peter Parker cuz it's too real, but I actually think if it was that tone for the whole film, I think it would be a much better film than a blue bee in the sky at the
1: end. Yes. Yeah, and we we will touch on that <laughs> as well. Um how also, do you feel about go on. Sorry. I was going to say, how do you feel about vigilante Peter Parker? I was
2: going to say, before that, though, there's the scene with Flash in school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's a very small scene, but Flash shows up and Peter, like, throws him against the locker. He's like, not today. Just not today,
1: Flash. I'm not in the mood.
2: And Flash is like, I know your uncle's dead, man. It's going to be okay. You're going to be okay. And it's like being really nice.
1: Flash But when Peter throws him against the locker, Flash is like you feel better don't you hmm. like and it's this thing is like yeah that's why flash does it it's to make himself feel better
2: cuz flash what well, flash has probably lost one of his parents we it's never said but it's implied that he knows what peter's going through
1: yeah and he's like he's he's a he's a dick but he's not a an awful person like,
2: and i, I like that I, I like that he's not just a dick like i think th- this flash is like it's a, in a weird way it's the most comfort that peter gets is like Flash being like, come on, man, troll me against the locker. It'll make you feel yeah, better. Yeah,
1: it's, yeah, It's like an actual react. Like it's it's someone treating him differently because of what happened, but not in a bad way. Like it's mm. not like someone because everyone else in the hall like avoids them. Like they fucking like they're like the red sea. They just split as he walks down. But Flash actively comes over to him and is like, "Look, I'm I'm sorry."
2: And the other person that comes over to him is Gwen, who immediately gives him a hug. And it's just yeah. like He's like trying to Talk to him But I mean She understands When he walks off Because he's not in the mood To talk to anyone um, He's racked with guilt But Sean He's also racked with What does he, guilt lead to? Uh, vengeance Vengeance. What does vengeance lead to? The dark the side The dark side Yes exactly Yoda So He goes on a search for The man with the star in his wrist That the police so eloquently Told him multiple times Was about He's out and about And he's yes. causing cripes. Um, Out
1: out and about causing crimes with Peter Parker
2: I think that's how they'd have said it to him (laughs) Lance he's out and about and he's causing crimes I don't want to say it in any more of a harsh way
1: Yeah and like Okay He just goes and he beats up thugs And he looks at their wrists for a while
2: But then he also also gets caught With a a group of them And they all chase him Because he has no mask And he eventually breaks through a ceiling And lands in a wrestling ring Which, I like the idea that a luchador is the reason why he puts the mask on.
1: Makes a lot of sense. He's like, oh, okay, I need something to cover my face. And so he gets this, like, red, like, neoprene mask with the sunglasses as well, which I'm not happy. Sorry, (laughs) you were going to say.
2: I I was going to say, also, if you didn't get the idea of the luchador you also have one of the tugs be like... I've seen your face!
1: <laughs> yes, just really... And I, my friend has a star on his wrist as well... <laughs>
2: I know a man with a star... And he will fuck you up, man...
1: But he, he gets a red neoprene mask... And he's wearing sunglasses to hide his identity, right? But the thing is... The the, the lenses of the sunglasses... Carry over to every iteration of the costume in this movie... And... Th- we We'll touch on it later... But this costume is the worst Spider-Man costume that's ever been put to film.
2: What? Which one? Yeah.
1: This the Amazing Spider-Man, the real the, one, the, the suit, the one he's wearing in this, in the like, in the, all the hero shots of the movie. Fuck it off. looks like it looks like a wet basketball the entire time.
2: Absolutely not. I'm against that altogether. Second,
1: second movie, unreal. This one terrible orange eye lenses, absolutely horrendous. I,
2: look, the scene when he fl- when he first gets out in the suit and he flies up onto the skyscraper and you have that reveal. It goes first person, which I like the idea of that. It's like an interesting take. Yeah. Um, he flies up. I think that suit looks amazing. I don't know what you're seeing.
1: I don't. Oh, it's 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 terrible. It's absolutely. What are I really you talking like about? Suit. It's a nightmare. It looks like uh, like like the Man of Steel suit spray painted red. I think
2: that is harsh. That is harsh, but okay, fair that's enough. Look,
1: you come here for the hot take. <laughs> uh, but in this you do get my favourite thing and it's him developing the web shooters. And I love it so much.
2: Because that's what he would do. I much prefer web shooter Peter, the natural weird Tub McGuire Peter
1: or- Organic wrist webs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a fan. Yeah. Not a fan because of Because it all.
2: just adds an extra layer. Like Peter Parker's a genius. So of course yeah. he would develop that.
1: and Yeah, and so he's he goes around hunting criminals, he, he researches other costumes, he, he's looking at a lot of spandex apparently, he, he's binging it, he's, he's doing a bing.
2: And eventually he has the new suit and then you see him, he's in the back of the car when the guy is like trying to steal the car and the small knives bit this is i mean the one line that made me laugh was the bit was oh no my weakness is small knives and i thought that was funny but ultimately he's just bullying that man
1: (laughs) oh like this is he he's interrogate peter parker's like interrogate like torture interrogating a man like (laughs) what's he gonna because at the end He he webs up his mouth to the point that the dude can't breathe. Yeah, he's going to die. He's webbed up to a wall. Yeah, and he checks his wrist, and Peter Barker sees there's no star, which we've already established is very important to him. Hmm. And then he punctures two air holes in his nose and is like, this could have gone a lot worse for you. What does that mean? I think he was going to kill him. I like that's fucked. Because this is revenge, Peter oh but like it's and i get i get he has his hero moment on the bridge later but my god
2: yeah it's like he's super dark and also i was watching it like that's not peter parker like he's not quippy he's no like it, it, it's very he, it's hard he's to a bully do. yeah it's hard to do quippy but also on the back foot like peter should be getting fucked up but constantly still one in the guy Just even when he's like trying to survive, well, like Doc Ock is trying to kill rip him in half. But then you have it here where this thug poses no threat and he's just like beating the shit out of him and then just constantly like doing it. It's like in wrestling when the bad guy like does one arm behind his back and is like, I could beat you like this. Your shit
1: it's 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 insult to injury he's doing the whole time in this
2: and so then the police show up and he's like he takes the gun off the policeman he's like i just did your job for you throws the gun away and then he goes on a big chase um through through the city and it's just a case of like the police are after him because he's a vigilante i suppose they don't like him
1: yeah Uh, yeah and I, i i get that like a lot of times the police don't like spider-man in the comics as well it's like a common thing that happens um and i really like it It comes up later but he has a full-on conversation with captain stacy later on and cams just like yeah on on the internet yeah he's seen as a hero Mm. but this isn't it's not about stopping bad people and helping the The revenge mission it's yeah he's he, like he. it's it's about justice it's about due course and due diligence and like this isn't that, that's not that
2: and uh, you also have two very important scenes in this one is when he gets home sally field has a great scene where she's like he didn't get the eggs and yeah. he just like he looks battered and he looks bruised and she's like where do you go what do you do and he's just like don't talk to me Like, I'm in the zone. So she's not only just lost Uncle Ben, she's also lost Peter, so she's completely by herself.
1: Um, Yeah, like, he's neglecting Aunt May. Like, she needs someone around her at the minute. Like, she's lost someone as well. Like, her loss is even
2: bigger than his, but he's 17, so he doesn't understand that. So he's like, I'm doing it for you. I'm going out revenge mission and looking for him to kill him. So then you'll feel better. It'll be great. Um, Yeah, it's it's even Stevens. And so, yeah, then uh, Kirk Connors gets pressured more and decides i'll do stuff on myself the
1: perfect yeah. idea it worked in the computer and it's been a couple of days and it's probably fine so i'll just inject myself with this i like the and, and the dude is like the corporate dude is unnecessarily evil this whole time
2: oh yeah like 100 percent. like get it done right now this exact yeah, moment
1: yeah and I think he suggests, like, oh, I'm sure the veterans shelter will have plenty of participants. <laughs> yeah. like, he's like,
2: will to kill dude. people?
1: <laughs> yeah, like, he's like, he'll, he'll kill, like, soldiers, like, ex-soldiers <laughs> to do this. And uh, so I, this all this happens simultaneous to the dinner at Gwen's house.
2: Yeah, he goes to Gwen's house for dinner. And he goes into the back window. And this is when his, they first meet the family. And you have Dennis Leary there being all Dennis Leary, which he's good at. And, and him and Peter have the great scene where, as you said, he's like, this is vigilante. This is not heroics. Because in Peter's yeah. mind, he's, everyone loves him. Like, how could you not? He's doing great stuff.
1: Yeah. And then, like, and, and it gets really tense at that dinner table. I like how the kid has to, like, slice Peter's fish from. him. <laughs> yeah.
2: hey. And, and uh, so then Gwen's like, okay, I'm going to take you away. So she takes him up to the roof. And we have... The world's most awkward scene where he won't talk for a good two minutes.
1: Yeah, you could cut this entire thing out and just have the bit where he webs her and spins her, and then it's like, "Oh, you're you're Spider Man."
2: And this might surprise you straight away. This might surprise you, but Emma Stone's a good actor, and so when she she really nails that bit when he webs her, and it all the stuff goes across her face in like a second. And she's just yes. like, you're Spider-Man, but also, this is romantic, but also, oh shit, you're Spider-Man, you're the vigilante.
1: Yeah, and it's like, and, like, she gets, like, immediately, like, she it happens, and she's like, oh, 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 <laughs> like, <laughs> it, like, it all clicks, and it's just like, that's mad, that's insane, and then they have to go back inside, but then the lizard is attacking the bridge.
2: So yeah, the Kirk Connors uh, has ejected himself, and so he shows up to the bridge, and is basically just like, get in the taxi's like, go! And so yeah. he, he chases that Taxi the- driver,
1: by the way. Excellent service, because <laughs> he could have just said, no, get out.
2: Weird lizard like, man? <laughs> no, leave me alone. Um, and so he, he fucks off, and you have the scene where the lizard is on the bridge, causing hassle, and Peter basically looks at Gwen and is just like, I gotta go. And he goes off, and her first of all, her dad goes one way, and Peter goes yeah. the opposite way. And then she just go stands there, she goes, Oh, I am in trouble. I am in trouble. Which I like because she's bad. Like, she's like, This is bad. Because she knows this is bad. And so he turns up to the bridge and this is his first heroic moment where there's a scene where he's like saving cars and The lizard is getting away, and there's a moment where he can go revenge, where he can stop the lizard, or there's a kid in one of the cars about to die, and he basically has to decide about by about being a hero or about is this a revenge mission for Uncle Ben? And so, I mean, it's not about Uncle Ben, but like in a weird way, it's like does he take the the selfish route or is he selfish and like go for the glory? And so,
1: he- yeah, is he a hu- is he like hunting someone or is he saving someone?
2: And basically? so he he saves the kid and he takes off his mask. What did you think of this scene?
1: It's it, I like how he's like, no, look, I, I I'm still iffy about him taking off his mask in front of the kid, but I like how he's like, hey, I'm just I'm just a dude. Put on the mask. That'll make you strong.
2: He takes his mask and- off all the time in this movie. Um, it's he off does. constantly because I mean he looks like Andrew Garfield <laughs> you gotta take the you mask off Yeah, don't
1: hide that, <laughs> <don't hide> that. <laughs> Tobey McGuire, stick um, sticking on him stick the fucking mask on him <laughs> mask all the time please <laughs> but yeah like he, he saves the kid and like the kid is climbing up out of the car and the car falls and he webs him it's a really cool sequence and it's the first time after that after he saves that kid and he gives him back to his father that's when he says like oh no, I'm Spider-Man
2: yeah, like it clicks to him that with great power comes great responsibility. And it's not. Basically. It's not that he has power so he can do stuff himself or bully Flash or go after Uncle Ben's killer. He's got power so yeah. he needs to save everyone else.
1: Exactly, yeah. And after this, the police are like, we don't. Look, something happened on the bridge. The only thing we can say is Spider-Man was there. (laughs)
2: Which is great. Like, he's involved. We don't know which side, but he was involved somewhere along
1: the line. He's definitely connected to it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and so then Peter and Gwen are at the... um, Also, Kurt is in the sewers, and he loses his powers. So we see him revert back to Kurt Connors. That will come up later on, with one of my points. But um, Gwen and Peter are they at the football field and they I like the fact that she knows immediately we don't have to go through any of that shit where he's hiding it yeah there's
1: none of the the dancing around around like no
2: that. I, I much prefer when like she understands and she's like what are you gonna do like you can't keep chasing the big lizard and he just looks at her like well I'm the only person that can like
1: yeah, I have to she's chase yeah like, and it's him. not your job no maybe it is maybe it is my job like no one else can fucking stand up to him yeah
2: nobody else is gonna be able to fight the lizard so like I think I should do it because I mean I don't want your dad going. Like it makes yeah. more sense for me to do it.
1: He's like I'm able to do it. Then he throws a football at the goalpost and it bends it. How did nobody see that first of all? As well, everyone saw it. Everyone saw it. at the goalpost and then at him, and they just and they just could have just
2: put in. Oh, he has got fucking superpowers. Do you know, I don't even know if he's <laughs> Spider Man. But that fucking kid up there has an arm like a rocket because he's superpowered. Mm-hmm.
1: Get that man on the team, please. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Um, and so um, he goes into the sewers to basically chase the lizard because he's like, the lizard is down here somewhere. We need. Yeah. You. And he does a really cool thing where he does all the spider webs in all the different directions because he's doing the vibrations.
1: To, yeah, he's like because it, it, he follows a lizard like a, a little like gecko thing down into the sewers. And sets up the web, lies in the middle of it, and is like, "Okay, I'll I'll see where they're coming based on the web's vibrations." He has a lot of cameras rigged up to get evidence of a big lizard.
2: Mm. And th- when they start vibrating, is like, I just think that it's a really cool Spider-Man scene because I mean, it, he's using his brain. Like, let's put all the yeah. webs in all the different directions. So one of them starts vibrating. That's the direction he's coming from. And so, um we see him sitting there. And then all the webs start vibrating more and more. The lizard shows up and it means just like absolutely fucks him. <laughs> just,
1: completely. just wrecks him. Just wrecks like, him. Like like, like they're, they're fighting, they're scrapping they're fighting in the water. He gets a big scrape across his chest like pretty deep and then falls into sewage and is fine. Yeah it's uh, not infected, don't worry about it. It's not infected at all. Spider powers, you know yourself. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know how well he thought that was going to go because he saw what the lizard was able to do to like a car.
2: But, but he also he is like would be fine. he's meant to be dumb here. Like he's just like I've got powers. Let's see what happens. I'm he's just reckless. Show is
1: kind of what you're getting. Yeah, at. he's
2: he's reckless. Like he doesn't know at this point. So he, he's young. Okay. He's, he's new to the game. So um, yeah. And the best bit is What's he your- has property of Peter Parker on the cameras, which is fantastic.
1: Yeah. Hmm. On the flash of the camera, I would I, say, like, okay, it's, fair it's enough. Something slightly easier to lose, perhaps, but still. And so he gets great.
2: he gets flushed not. out, and he gets away, um, barely. And he ends up at Gwen Stacy's house, and he falls in through the window. I do like this,
1: where he's in bits, like he's actually like, no, I'm hurt. I need to go somewhere, and it can't be my house.
2: Yeah, and so he goes. He goes to the one person that knows. There's something wrong, there. Or there's something wrong with him. That they know who he is. Um, and yeah. the the two of them. I like the bit where she's like all casual at the start, and then he falls into the window, and he, she's just like,
1: "Oh shit, you're fucked." Oh, okay. This is yeah. This is bad. This is bad. And she has to like play it off to her dad because there's a boy in her room and all. She's this. got
2: cramps, shot. It's
1: funny. Cramps. We've all got cramps. <laughs> I all do the like time. the bit when
2: he's just like. Um, she's like I don't want I a mean, cocoa I'm 17 and she's like he's like last week you said you wanted to live in a house full of chocolates <laughs> yeah it's, uh, it's,
1: it's, which is not what you want to hear in front of Andrew Garfield
2: no he's so cool he's so cool nerdy so cool. like um, a
1: chocolate
2: house and so they go and the lizard
1: is going insane in the sewers by the way yes You're like, he's, he's just like he's videotaping himself and he's just like oh I'm, I'm gone beyond repair it's like, now this is evolution. This is the next step.
2: Everyone needs to experience this. This amazing Everyone. evolution. So he injects himself um, again with even more. Yep. And he goes, he hmm. he knows Peter Parker Spider-Man. So he turns up to the school. And now we've got a yeah, school
1: fight scene. Strolling around the halls. One of my favorite Stanley cameos that there's ever been. Might that I say. he's
2: on the headphones and the whole thing's happening behind them.
1: Yeah, and, like, a table clump comes, like, this close to hitting him in the back of the head. And he just doesn't recognise that. Because Peter, Peter
2: saves it and just, like, swings it yeah. back around. What do you think of this whole fight scene?
1: It's pretty good, I think, if not a little samey. Like, it's cool having Peter being indoors in this fight. Because he's jumping wall to wall and, like trying because he knows his thing is speed where the lizard is like raw strength basically
2: i I like that he's constantly trying to just put out fires Mm -hmm. in terms of like he's just trying different shit so like the lizard is there he's like webbing him to the lockers and then like the lizard just pulls it off and now that's like a sword and he's like oh shit okay that didn't work and so then he's just like trying to wrap him up and he's trying to like wrap his legs and he's just doing anything he can to survive
1: it feels like a level in a video game nearly yeah. Where it's like you, the stage progresses and progresses and progresses, and you just have to react to it all.
2: Also, his mask comes off again because, of course, it does. Um, yeah, he doesn't need it. Doesn't need these Andrew Garfield. <laughs> and so you have the big fights. I like the bit where he's just like goes to looks to Gwen because Gwen actually saves him at one point. I I,
1: I like that in this movie that like. Gwen yeah, is, she has a lot of agency over what happens in
2: this. Yeah, and so she turns up and she like saves a hits a uh, lizard with as a, a, an award and a right hook, a right hook. And so she, um, he looks at her. He goes, "I'm going to throw you out the window now." And she's like, "What?" And then he just like fucks her out the window and saves her. Um, and yeah. then he, he wraps up the lizard. And then you have the bit where the the lizard, the design the lizard gas, so. He's developed yeah. a lizard gas to turn everybody into lizards because lizards are amazing.
1: That's the thing. And like, there's they set up earlier a machine that could vaporize, you know, chemicals into oh, we, the we atmosphere. we missed the bit where all he all goes
2: to visit Kirk Connors, and Kirk Connors is clearly mental.
1: <laughs> yeah and he's like oh you'd have to catch a lizard first before you can kill it
2: he's just like I'm here to talk about lizards what's so good about lizards lizards are amazing lizards are the best you'll never defeat a lizard lizards are fucking class you're shit okay
1: and he doesn't know he's Peter Parker at that point no, either doesn't
2: and then he goes to the police and he's like Kirk Connors is the lizard <laughs> fucking clearly <laughs>
1: Yeah, and they don't believe him until they believe him. And they're like, oh, maybe we should check this dude out.
2: (laughs) Um, And so uh, he basically comes up with the fact that the lizard is designing the gas to turn everybody into lizards. And so Gwen immediately is like, I'm going to go. Oh, because he goes down to the basement in the sewers and he finds the perfectly laid out plan that was on the computer. So it shows the plan to him. But the the lizard formula keeps turning him back into a human
1: after, now, like, a couple this of is, hours. So. Okay,
2: look, this is my big... The big no. plot point of the whole film is that the lizard's plan makes no fucking sense whatsoever.
1: No, none at all. But now, I guess he's insane, but also... Come on, like... As a scientist... lizards for maybe four hours? Yeah,
2: as a scientist, if you... If he keeps doing the lizard thing, but he keeps turning back into a human all he's doing is designing the lizard thing to turn everybody into a lizard for maybe five hours and then everybody would be like wasn't it weird that time that we were lizards
1: that's yeah and it feels more like this movie is trying to find a way kill captain stacy <laughs> like a really roundabout way of doing that is to have a man turn into a giant lizard
2: i suppose and so he's like i gotta get to the top of Oscorp to release this gas to turn everybody into lizards even though it's not really gonna work for more than a few hours and ultimately i'll probably have to go back up to the tower at like midday and do it again
1: You'll never rest like doing
2: that. He's going to be wrecked. Just constantly releasing every few hours. And so Gwen is like, I'm going to Oscorp. I'm going to make the antidote. And Peter's like, don't do that. That's where the lizard is going. And she's like, no, I'm going to get there ahead of it. I'm going to make it. And she's like, shut up, Peter. This is the right thing to do. This is going to save lives.
1: Yeah. Fair, fair juice. Brave move. Brave move, and
2: he also at this moment calls Mother Hubbard.
1: <laughs> not, not a great move, I would say. Wouldn't it be great if he just said, "For fuck's sake"? oh fucking hell, Gwen! That's a fucking tick idea. Jesus,
2: Jesus, Fuck, Gwen! What? You stupid fucking bitch! Number she's one like that. in science,
1: my <laughs> arse!
2: And he's, he's looking at Captain Stacy like she's a fucking tick. Your daughter,
1: fucking hell! <laughs> Jesus. Is that your fault? It's not your fault. (laughs) Did you
2: rear her? Did you rear her like that? Fuck. And so we have the bit where the police decide that instead of the giant lizard that's climbing the skyscraper,
1: they're going to attack Spider-Man because he's the bad guy. He's public enemy number one, as Mm -hmm. we well know. He's probably in leagues with the lizard, for all we know. For all we know, Um, he is the lizard. But little did they know that the only solution to a gunshot wound is New York spirit, Connor. <laughs>
2: so, I like the bit where it goes first person. I think that's just an interesting idea that they never do. But, like, it's such a... I mean, it's such a small thing that's not even in the film, but it's just a good director choice, I think, to just be like, let's just have yeah. a few scenes to show everyone what he's looking at.
1: Yeah, because it is is—it is stunning. Like, it's like the, the camera... Actually swings It looks really really cool Yeah
2: And The um, v- the police chase him They taser him And he yeah. lands And this is another one of his mask off scenes Where Mask off in front of the entire New York
1: Police Department
2: But see he fights them off first though Well no he fights them off with his mask off But of them see his face Sean He's
1: moving too quick
2: He's moving too quick The only person that does see his face <laughs> Captain Stacy He's gotta die
1: Yeah He's got, that, yeah anyone who sees his face has to die that is the rule of Sp- and, Spider-Man and so
2: Captain Stacy's like wait a minute you're Peter Parker you're a nice man even though that time that you weren't really nice but you're dating my daughter and he's like the lizard is at Oscorp your daughter is there I need to go there I and can save her. her I can save her I'm the only person you can and so he slowly he- puts back on the mask and Captain Stacy's like okay let him go but then one the police officer's like this is my chance I'm going to fuck up Spider-Man.
1: I'm about to make sergeant.
2: (laughs) Stacey's going to be so proud of me. So he takes out the bazooka and he's like no 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 no. sniper. Sniper to the leg. So he shoots him and um, Peter gets shot through the leg. So you're thinking all hope is lost here shot. But then he's a spider so he has seven other legs. That's not true. What he is though is he's New York. Right. (laughs) You know, and
1: you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. And
2: so one thing I do like about the crane scene, which is ultimately real dumb. And to be honest with you, the whole movie kind of becomes a bit of a dumb fest for the last 20 minutes.
1: It's fine. Yeah, we're um, kind of fast forward and through this bit, I feel in the report. It's reports. just dumb. <laughs> right. Just a lot it's very samey.
2: And so um, the lizard is like I'm gonna turn everyone to lizards. I'm an Oscar. I like the bit when he shows up and Gwen is there and they take all the music away and it's just footsteps and you're with Gwen. It's very Jurassic Park.
1: It's very The Incredible Hulk 2008, correct? It's absolutely
2: not, no. And so... um, Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so you have um, the bit where the crane operator is the same guy whose son was saved, which I think is actually not a bad idea.
1: No, it's a nice touch and it's like okay. You it's a karma, you know, like he's he he saves a child so now he gets a crane turned 90 degrees.
2: And so all of the cranes the crane's guy, "Hey, John, you still know that guy from city center who works all the cranes? Get him on the phone. I've got a mission for him." And so they all have to move the cranes into a certain way to help Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, they swing it over the road so that he has like he can just swing directly to it. Yeah, he doesn't have to fuck around with buildings or anything like that. There is buildings the whole way along, and Spider-Man always swings on buildings, so he would probably be fine. I think but he actually, does really it's just really getting in his way. To be honest, it's more obstacles, if anything. But he does do this really cool move where he like like slingshots through like the arm of a crane,
2: and the suit and looks and great in really cool. all those shots, it's doesn't it? it? I'm no, it's it's. He moves it's, it's like Spider Man, Sean. He does.
1: He does move like Spider Man, but I just think the suit is weird and fucking. Nah. it looks sticky. I'm not a fan.
2: Nah, I'm against you. Um, and so they they turn up. I just have here cranes work together. Ha ha. So normally when yeah. I write ha ha, it means something is bad. So um, the they turn up to the roof and they're like, yeah. And I was going to say the croc. But Lizard is there, and uh, Lizard's like, okay, I got this, right? I'm going to put this in the top. I've got my my Lizard gas that I'm going like
1: to release. a thermos full of gas.
2: He's got a thermos full of gas, as we all know all great plot points revolver out. And so Peter's like, hey, don't do that. Captain Stacy sh- shows up, shoots some liquid nitrogen that's just on a rooftop. Nobody knows
1: why it's up there. Hmm. and this was was foreshadowed earlier by the way, during the scene where he goes to meet Connors and Connors is like oh lizards are class Uh, the way Connors phrases it to Peter is said, why the sudden interest in the cold blooded and then Peter asks, would the cold blood affect things And so they set it up all the way back there he's like, I've got fucking
2: scales Peter, of course I'm Hmm. the lizard how are you not getting this
1: (laughs) I'm look. Peter, I can't stress this enough. (laughs) I am a lizard.
2: Lizards are fucking great. They're absolute you'll never beat them. They're fucking unkillable and I'm a lizard, clearly. The only thing
1: that could stop me is a New York police officer (laughs) with some liquid nitrogen.
2: And some cranes. You know they're my only weaknesses. (laughs) 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 Um, And so the police officer captain says he shoots the liquid nitrogen. They freeze the lizard. They're fighting him. They shot, good, shot, got him to the to the chest, to the to the tail. Classic Spider-Man move. Classic <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> and so um, the little gets shot, and unfortunately, Captain Stacy, he dead. He he, he did, but well, you think he did? Emmanuel- he gets stabbed here. But he survives long enough to give us some, some missions later on.
1: Survive some missions. I was going to say he survives long enough enough to cock block Peter Parker.
2: <laughs> That's true. One more Brett to cock block him. <laughs> 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 and so the, the antidote is there. Gwen gives him the antidote earlier on. So he, he's getting up there. And then they have a fight, a race to the top. And it's counting down. And it's like ten, mm-hmm. nine, eight before it releases the gas, the green gas. And Peter at two replaces the gas with the blue gas. And that, Sean, is the antidote mm-hmm. to the lizard gas that some people already have, but ultimately would have been fined from.
1: Yeah, I think there were some like thrown into the street early doors, just mm-hmm. being like, here's some here's some courtesy introduction lizards for everyone else to get used to it. But... I guess just to ease to everyone in, people. I'm
2: going to turn your granny yeah. into a lizard. Just to it, ease it's
1: like, in. It's just so just so you'll all know a lizard or you'll know someone who knows a lizard. And then after yeah. that, you'll be best friends. And then... Yeah, then there's a whole bunch of liquid nitrogen. And Connors is like... He feels bad at the end. <laughs> no, so
2: what happens is the blue beam goes up, <laughs> yeah. heals everyone, and then the tower starts collapsing and Peter falls and Kirk Connors catches him. Well, what's not shown is the whole tower collapses from the top of the skyscraper into the street, into the into the city street of New York, which I have yeah, written yeah. here, there's at least 2,000 casualties, maybe treat because it's scraping off the edge of skyscrapers as it falls there's so many people dead John.
1: yeah but they, they have um adrian tombs
2: the vulture will come clear it up he saved them. he saved everyone um and so kirk connors catches peter and he's like i've got you you're you're safe in my arms I'm good now I'm no longer my a little my two lizard. arms <laughs> my two arms wait no one fell apart oh no
1: <laughs> Imagine, oh what if he grabbed him with the fucking right arm he and did. it just fell
2: originally he grabs him with the right arm and then Peter falls and then he grabs him with the left arm which to be honest with ah. you if he lets P- Peter drop Peter's absolutely fine
1: surely no he broke his web shooters earlier on in the fight he can still stick to the wall though but if you throw him away from any walls I mean, he's fallen down
2: at the edge of the skyscraper. He just needs to stick out one. Skyscraper's
1: hour. fallen over. Skyscraper's fallen over. Connor oh, angles. No, yeah,
2: true, true. Nick and nitrogen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've so, all seen the triangle. So he gets home, and oh no, sorry, he's he gets back over to Captain it's, Stacy. Sorry, I do apologize. The cock yeah. block has that happened, and Captain oh. Stacy was really nice. He didn't die for the last. Yeah, 10 this,
1: move, this movie has its own BC, and it's before cockblock. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And so um Captain uh, Stacy was stabbed about 10 minutes ago chronological time but he's yeah. he's absolutely fine. Peter gets over to him and he's talking to him. Dennis Leary is like chatting.
1: He's not like chatting.
2: I've got one last word. He's like here's the plan, Peter.
1: Here's a speech. Here's <laughs> a speech,
2: Peter. I've got a full speech. I'm not going to break words. I'm not even going to stutter. Here, I've got full use of all my lungs even though I was stabbed. 20 minutes ago at this point by a giant lizard. So here's the thing. Don't date my fucking daughter. Stay the fuck away from her. Keep her out of it. And especially, do not date my daughter. Anyway, I'm dead. Can't
1: stress that enough. (laughs) And now I die.
2: (laughs) Seconds later, he needed to survive (laughs) long enough to cock block. And so he dies. And we cut to Peter a few weeks later. And he's like, oh, Peter promises not to date. Gwen, before
1: this though, brings home some fucking eggs, doesn't he?
2: He gets home and he brings home some eggs, and you have uh, Aunt May is just like he's absolutely black and blue, blood everywhere. He he's is just a bit tattered, yeah. And so at this point, she
1: must know, surely. You would think, but she doesn't know in the second movie. So,
2: oh yeah, I mean, what does she think he's doing? Part of a Fight Club?
1: I was, I was gonna say Fight Club, mm, or he just like club. got caught in the. He fought, he met a lizard on the street. You could say that. So one of the lizards got me. One of those cursory introductory lizards that yeah, they had out.
2: Do you remember? Do you remember old Janet from down the street? Cursory lizard. That's what happened to her. Now she's a lizard. She's a lizard. Yeah, look, I don't think she's coming to look. work tomorrow. <laughs> she was a no, lizard no, no, for a while. <laughs>
1: you're going to have to do a double shift (laughs) turns into (laughs) her boss
2: (laughs) (laughs) and so um, I think that's a nice call back he brings home the eggs they have a lovely scene together and then Gwen shows up after the funeral because the movie is a Spider-Man film remember has to end at a funeral Mm -hmm. Gwen shows up all of them do and to be honest with you she has a great line because she says my dad died and you didn't come to the funeral and you're my boyfriend which bad luck For
1: old Peter Yeah it's some damning evidence That you've just given there Gwen Uh,
2: To be honest with you I think he still should have Probably went to the funeral
1: Regardless I think he should have He went to the house Like like they knew him independently As Peter Parker Like the family So it would have just made sense He's Gwen Even even if not boyfriend, he's her friend. Like Yeah, I you think you go still to go to his funerals.
2: He, uh, maybe we didn't see there was a scene where he's like, also don't go to my funeral, also especially don't date my daughter, also especially, yeah. especially do not turn anybody into more lizards. Okay? I'm going to die now. Goodbye. <laughs> Farewell. <Yes>. Goodbye.
1: And, <laughs> and so Gwen turns up. And no, I'm not dead yet. Sorry,
2: just to reiterate, do not date my daughter. <laughs> now I'm going to die. Blah. <laughs> There's like it's a six video fake recording. <laughs> He's got the hologram, Tony Stark hologram that he sends saying, to him. don't
1: date my daughter on repeat. <laughs> um, and so the movie ends with them God they're never going to be together again are they Well Carter?
2: it it ends on the bit at the at the very end where he shows up late to class and the teacher's like oh Peter as usual late eh? tardiness and he says oh I promise it won't happen again she's like don't make promises you can't keep and he says but those are the best ones and Gwen starts smiling at the end
1: like, so, oh he's dishonoring my father's last wishes amazing but
2: I, also he gets completely away with it when she shows up cuz he's a complete dick because he doesn't go to the funeral and she's like just it out to him which he has every right to like yeah. you and my boyfriend you didn't show up to my dad's funeral like my dad died he didn't show up that's pretty bad and then just as she's walking away just when we're like oh man Peter is kind of a dick we have to relieve him of all of his guilt so she just turns around and she goes he made you promise didn't he and it's like oh for fuck's sake <laughs> Peter's a nice guy now
1: it's like oh, he's just he's a good boy. He's a good boy, but a bad boyfriend. friend. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that scene even in the theater when I watched this, I was like, oh, that scene in the classroom seemed really forced.
2: Yeah, it's just a bit of her smile. I don't think she should take him back. If if you if you were together and your dad died and the other person didn't show up to the funeral, I think you might hold that against them
1: for a while. Yeah, yeah, I think I I, I definitely think you would be like maybe we'll just be friends for a while
2: not a great look not a great look even if you look like andrew garfield and i mean we're together in real life andrew because i'm emma stone not a great look um and so the movie ends where we have a promise of a, a glowing sequel i cannot wait but sean what are your overall thoughts with this film
1: um look a lot of this i think this movie has like high highs and really low lows mm. And it's like the intervals between them Is the issue um, Because like there are some really really nice moments There's some really nice spider man And Peter parker done in this movie But most of the time Like Spider-Man is a bully Peter Parker is Just like Difficult for me to watch With the way he delivers his lines <laughs> uh, or, or doesn't deliver lines That's another one mm. Or like it's the characters suddenly become idiots for no reason.
2: I, I think that it's a film that probably shouldn't have even been made, really, because I don't think it really. It does the main mistake it made was it doesn't really make, tell much of a different story than what the first one did. Like it doesn't go no. in a completely mad direction that you could understand the remake, um, and it would have taken. I probably would have. The only way it would have got made was if you were going to go that way, or if they were going to go a Tom Holland route. And maybe hire someone who is 17. Or whatever in the first one. I could understand yeah, yeah. if you were to do that. But they hire Andrew Garfield. He's about 30 when they hire him. It's not on him. But it's kind of a same a samey vibe. The great thing about this is that you've got a likeable... I think Peter Parker, no matter how awkward he gets, is much more likeable than Toby Maguire. As Peter Parker. Um, yes. I think,
1: he's less of a dead fish.
2: I think you give Toby Maguire the same dialogue... <laughs> Imagine the same dialogue oh my God. on That's Tom McGuire. Painful. Exactly. It's because no matter how awkward he is, we root for him. Because we're like, I, we like him. He just naturally is likable in this. Um, That's true. And you have Emma Stone, who's of course great. Dennis Leary, I think, is good. Reese Iffins is good. Um, Martin Sheen and Sally Field, I think, are perfect casting. If you're going to cast an older Uncle Ben and Aunt May... I think the two of them are really great. And I think the two of them... I mean, I mentioned earlier on, they're Hollywood royalty. So the two of them normally knock it out of the ballpark. And even together, they... As you said, we mentioned it very, very early. But, like, they're basically a married couple from the very start.
1: Yeah, yeah. Their and, their chemistry is unreal and fun to watch.
2: Yeah, and I think this movie is really great as a film when it's on anything but the lizard stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> like it does fall out. Like think about it. Like all of the scenes that we said were like a bit clunky were the bits where he knocks into the guy and he sees the symbols and Oscorp Oz- about the lizard stuff to go get bitten to do this yeah. and this. But all the things that run smoothly are mostly when our characters are interacting with each other. But he's not talking. Like um, you know, just the thing um, whatever uh, you know uh, uh yeah, you know, I just shakes his head constantly.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I totally get it, and I feel like, especially, like, in 2012, I think this movie was quite good when it came out.
2: $220 million um, budget, which is actually a pretty big budget, made $750 million,
1: so... Pretty good, made a quite lot honestly. Of money. Like, I think that's, like, on par with Iron Man 1.
2: Yeah, and I, and I think, if, I'm, I don't know, back then, I don't know if Andrew Garfield, Emma Stone are, like, draws as they are now. Like it's completely different. You do that movie now, but I think I mean they were big names, but they weren't. They were probably the same level of Tobin Maguire and Kirsten Dunst were in the first one.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're they're the they're the new stars, quote unquote. Whereas yeah. now they're like no, they're the they're the salt they're they're the stars now. And you know I think you get me.
2: And I think the second one falls down because it goes into too many villains and there's too many plot points. But this one oh, gets by... Oh, the second by, one is a mess. Like, this one is just pure charm. Like, it lives and dies off its charm of the characters in it, not by the plot.
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, in if I are we doing Wheatabix at the minute? Because I think yeah. I just thought of one. Okay, go on. Okay. So, they are lovely Wheatabix, bit of butter, not bit of butter, sugar, a uh, bit of banana as well on it, but the milk that I pour in is one day from going off. <laughs> yeah, okay, it's like it's it, it's all good, but it's this close to being an absolute nightmare.
2: Yeah, like it could have been bad. No, it goes off yeah. today, but it still smells
1: okay. Yeah, but I haven't. I don't have time to go to the shop, mm. so I just need to deal with this milk as I take it.
2: Yeah, I I can understand. I think I think it's a film that. I think Andrew Garfield fits in a lot more with Tom Holland's character. I think yeah. I mean Tom Holland's gonna look up to Andrew Garfield as like the coolest man who's ever lived. So I, I, I don't think I don't see him looking at Tom Maguire. I, I think this script doesn't work no. with the Tom Maguire universe. But I think Tom Holland could probably pull it off. That
1: universe. I think so, and I think you are right that it's because of the charm factor. That's like no, like you'll forgive it because he's endearing and you want to like him. Yeah, so I think endearing is the word.
2: Like it's it's a it's a movie that I shouldn't like because I like Spider-Man One and Two, not maybe not Spider-Man Three, but like this came out. and I just remember being like, as I said, I had a great time watching this the first time. That I was just like, oh, I like these characters. I like that Peter Parker. It's been a while since I liked Peter Parker because Peter Parker's a bastard in Spider-Man Three. <laughs>
1: That's very true, yes. And and the idea, I suppose, there was this hope of seeing more at that point as well.
2: I think a Spider-Man movie lives and dies on whether we like Peter Parker and we want him to succeed because that's That's what Spider-Man is. That's it, whether
1: we root for him or not. Yeah. And in Spider-Man 3, you do not root for Peter Parker for much of that movie.
2: Exactly. So I think that is our review of Spider-Man, the amazing Spider-Man, I should say. Um, Cannot wait for... Uh, not far from home, no way home
1: No way home, it's difficult isn't it? <laughs>
2: it's so many homes, but um, no way home, um, I cannot wait to see how Andrew Garfield looks now in the suit um, I think that suit mm. is real nice even though Sean doesn't think so
1: I think and they'll go with Amazing Spider-Man 2 suit which is a worse movie but a better suit in my yeah,
2: opinion Yeah, it's, it's, that's a pretty nice suit, I, I will admit that's a nicer suit, I don't yes. have any issues with this one though so, Yeah, I have some <laughs> Sean, would you like to take us
1: out? yes thanks everyone for tuning in for another month another Lazarus Pit review we really do appreciate everyone who sticks with us who hopefully enjoys the shows and not just even these shows on Patreon but even listening week on week it's it's lovely to see the same names cropping up on Twitter and Facebook and in any comments and things like that so just a big thank you we don't tend as you already know we don't really tend to do the plugs and the promos at the end of these because you're already here you've done the hard work and just to know we really appreciate it. Keep adding suggestions into the hat for um, future Lazarus Pit episodes. You can drop them in the comments or you can send them on any of the social medias. Um, and they'll all go into the hat. They'll all get pulled out eventually. Um, maybe we, if we pull out Wild Mountain Time, that one will get put back in. People need, uh, to st- just in
2: People need to stop recommending that. I don't just, like it, Sean.
1: Uh, I don't, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I think we might explode... Like, but look again even if it's a wild mountain time really do appreciate you hope you enjoyed this let us know what you thought about The Amazing Spider-Man um, and give give a verdict on the suit if anyone could settle that for us that would be ideal oh, yeah. but I think that's about it so
2: I have been Connor Lawler I have been Sean Neal and we shall see you next month guys bye bye